Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. Thanks for joining us on another edition of Your Financial Mission. Walter Storholt here alongside Janine Theus, the CEO and founder of Theus Wealth Advisors, your local financial commander in Columbia and Howard County areas. You can find us online at theuswealthadvisors.com. we got another great show on the way for you today. Janine, you ready to rock and roll? Ready to go. Awesome. Well, we've got a good show. As I mentioned a little later on, we're going to answer a good question here from Murray about the stock market. Uh, we're also going to get to know Janine a little bit better in our Getting to Know You segment. But first, I want to talk to you about this buzzword that's out there in the financial world, Janine, called safe money. It seems like people have, I don't know, some different definitions of this term safe money as it relates to their savings. And so I want to discuss with you some of those varying explanations of the term and you know why it's important to have a conversation about this for any retiree or pre-retiree. So first of all, let's kind of define it. What are some different ways that you've seen people talk about or define safe money? Well, I think the most common use of the term safe money has to do with annuities. In, in all of the marketing that's out there, that's what they're talking about. In fact, there's a guy in Baltimore who's on the Baltimore station. There's a lot of advertising for him, and he's always talking about safe money. And so that's a euphemism now for annuities. Now, whether annuities are good or bad or indifferent, I'm agnostic. It depends on the situation. And that what does the safe part mean? It means you can't you lose your principal. So any kind of a safe money discussion has to involve, okay, what happens to the principal that I've invested in this product or portfolio? I mean, cash can be safe money, <laughs> or, you know, but it's not going to grow. And you're, it's going to be affected by inflation over time. So if you leave all your money in cash, eventually you'll run out because inflation purchasing power increases. So your safe money is still safe in the bank, but it's not growing to offset taxes and inflation. So pretty much, I think it's um, safe money is a euphemism for an annuity, but it really should encompass what are we trying to do with the money? Hmm. So how do you define it? If you're talking to somebody about safe money, if it's not just, you know, annuities, if it's not just an equivalent of that term, what's what's your definition of it? Right. You mean for me or for the client? Yeah. Or, or, or that, I, I, mean, I guess how, how you, what lens you would view it through? Well, and usually safe money is the money you want to keep. <laughs> and that's how I tell people because you can have, I don't care what your money is in, but if you become a victim of a fraud, a scam, a scheme, it's not safe money anymore. You've given it up. So, you know, when I'm talking with clients, I will ask that, what is this, you know, what is the purpose of this money for you? Because if you understand that purpose, you're not going to become a victim mm -hmm. of these other schemes. So typically safe money for clients is cash or is I'm not going to, nothing's going to happen to my principal. I did have a guy come in from one of my classes who said, I don't want to lose one penny. And I said, well, cash. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
you know, it's either cash or it's some product that guarantees. Now, then you have to go through and understand what the guarantees actually are, mm -hmm. not what the salesperson says they are. Yeah. So, you know, most people don't go down that road to understand it all. Well, I think anytime we talk safe money, we then talk kind of that balance of, you know, risk and safety. Mm -hmm. There's that balance there. And it sounds to me like most people don't have an accurate understanding of how much risk and safety is really in their portfolio. They don't. They don't. In fact, recently I had a person come in and as we're going through, basically we're using risk allies and a couple of other things to look at the portfolio. And I'm asking the questions, how do you think, you know, here are all these different funds you have based on what you're looking at, based on what you've been told, what is your portfolio? Mm -hmm. Do you understand how it's allocated? Not a clue. Even this person is very smart. Well, I have a lot of equities. Yeah, you do. I said, but for your age, you're basically in 80% equities, 20% fixed. Is that too much risk for where you are? So, you know, that whole conversation around safety versus risk, well, you can't make a return without some risk, but let's not take risks for which you're not compensated. Yeah. So what does that mean? So going through the research and science of investing helps people understand, okay, if I do this, there's a level of safety in the strategy in that then I understand expected rate of return versus expected risk. To me, as an advisor, that's helping people understand safety and risk. It seems like it should be an easy conversation to have, but why do so many people have misinformation or are misinformed about the safety of their savings? Because they are listening to what Wall Street puts out or any of the pundits, you know, the commentariat. I just heard that term lately and or recently and I just Com had- What is it? Commentariat? Is that a word? Commentariat. Commentariat? Yeah, but, it, but it's a great word. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Hold on. I've got to Google the commentariat. Yeah. But I, I just cracked up. I went, there are commentariats on. It is a word. <laughs> You're a group of powerful and influential commentators is a commentariat. So it's a group. Yeah. So the financial media huh. is a commentariat. How about on that? How you should invest. I mean, every day there's a commercial that comes on by this guy who's going to, he sounds like he's 25, but he says he has 25 years of experience of, you know, picking and choosing and, and trading. And I was a VP at Goldman Sachs. I'm like, yeah, dude, you sound like you're 25. <laughs> I'm not believing what you're saying. <laughs> but, you know, so when it, when it comes to safe money, you don't want to go down that road because what are you going to get? You're going to get a heavy sales pitch, not an understanding of how your portfolio should be allocated, how you can avoid being scammed, you know, how you can reduce the risks because there's no such thing as no risk anywhere. Mm -hmm. Life is a risk. So most people are misinformed about their savings because they're listening to the financial commentariat. That's pretty funny. I learned a new word today, so that's exciting. <laughs> commentariat. <laughs> Your point about risk being everywhere is true, though. It's all through what angle or lens you view it through. I mean, even putting your money in cash has risk. It could be yep. outpaced by inflation. 
It could be the, it's kind of like the, uh, my generation, right? FOMO, fear of missing out. You could oh. miss out on major stock market gains by sitting in cash, by, you know, by not being a part of the stock market sometimes. Now, at the mm -hmm. same time, there's the risk of if you are in the stock market that it goes down and you lose money. But, you know, there's going to be risks on the positive and negative side all, all over the place, no matter what decision you, even doing nothing is taking risk. So you can't get away from right. it. You can't hide from it. And that's why I guess the balance and diversification becomes, you know, such an important part of the of the conversation, which, you know, we've definitely talked about before here on the show and will many times again in the future. Maybe can you put this into an example for us, maybe a client who needed more safety in their portfolio and how you were able to help them, but also making sure that, you know, they weren't going to be exposed to, you know, they weren't going to go too far in one direction, how you help them achieve that balance. Well, part of it is you're coming from a couple of different philosophies. So there's the philosophy of active management, and they're fighting, you know, to keep their foothold in the industry. And then you have the philosophy of passive or structured investing. And this passive structured investing is based on the research and the science behind investing because the market has changed. It's not the same market it was 100 years ago or even 60 years ago when you could buy a handful of stocks and they would carry you through because you could live on dividends, you could you could live on the interest, et cetera, et cetera. The whole market's changed and it's expanded. So if I'm talking to folks about this, you know, in fact, the person that just came in, it's active management versus this. So active management is all Wall Street speak, pushing the best next fund. And, you know, something I learned in just doing kind of an analysis of this portfolio is say American funds, not a bad company, certainly a very large mutual fund company, they have 17 share classes, 17 share classes. Why do you need so many share classes? <laughs> you know? And so when you start looking like, so I was trying to do in a back test on the portfolio and I couldn't because 10 of the funds in this portfolio didn't even have a 10 year record. So why are there new funds? Yeah. If the, and the market may be changing, in terms of companies falling in and out of the S&P or falling in and out of this particular index. But why would you be creating new funds? Good question. Because, you know, people will buy something new. Yeah. Well, make sure you're having a conversation about safe money, or if you've heard the term and been told that it's, you know, an annuity gives you safe money, if that's just the only thing that you've heard about it, or you've made that equivalency. Well, it's a little bit more nuanced conversation than that. So it's important to mm -hmm. talk about it in the full context of things. We want safe money, the buzzword version of safe money, right? Janine, I mean, we want to have right. safe money as part of our portfolio, but we can't go too far in that direction because then it's not actually safe anymore. That's right. And primarily, I think what people want to understand is that their money is safe where it's invested, which means you've got the proper strategy and allocation and diversification, and it's invest and worry less. That's what people want, invest and worry less, because then that's something you can understand and live with. You know, all the other sales tactics will leave you with an unsettled feeling. Yeah. And people don't want that. Good, certainly, conversation to have. So if you have questions about safe money, want to get more in depth about that, 
with Janine Theus. Would like to get a review of your portfolio, of your financial situation. Reach out. 443-718-6311 is the number to call. 443-718-6311. Online at TheusWealthAdvisors.com. If you look in the description of today's episode, no matter what app you're using or if you're listening on the website, check out the link to the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. You'll be able to see that toolkit order it for free, uh, no cost or obligation to get this toolkit. It's a great starting guide to anybody who's thinking about, you know, walking down that retirement journey in the near future. If you haven't gone deep into your planning yet, this is a great way to start that process. Just look for the link in the description of today's episode for the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, or it's right there on the website, theuswealthadvisors.com. It's packed with a book, audio CD, DVD, other reports and goodies inside there that'll help you learn some of the important basics about retirement and financial planning. It's a good way to get the conversation started. All right, Janine, it's time to get to know you a little bit better in our uh, new segment we debuted on the last edition of the podcast. It's called Getting to Know You. It's getting to know you time. This is where we get to ask you kind of off-the-wall questions, fun things to get to know your personality a little bit better. We're going to get nostalgic on today's edition of Getting to Know You. What clothes or styles did you wear in the past that make you laugh now when you look back on it? Oh, my gosh. From the 70s. (laughs) We we knew it was going to be from the 70s, right? (laughs) You look back at those styles and you just bust gut laughing. Being like, okay, I did wear bell bottoms. (laughs) Yeah, okay. But they weren't crazy bell bottoms. All right. And the other thing that didn't happen, well, I guess it's kind of in the late 60s, early 70s, you know, the big hair. Okay. Super big Uh hair. I never wore that, but I had a lot of friends that did. But, you know, the colors, you know, neon. I would never wear neon <laughs> now, but just some of the funny clothes. If you ever have seen the movie Undercover Brother. <laughs> Undercover Brother. Okay. I'm going to look have it Have you up. ever seen that? Uh, uh, oh my gosh. It's pretty doggone funny, but the styles are right out of the seventies and, and you're just like, oh my gosh, had we survived that? <laughs> um, but you know, it was a combination of hip and hippie and what, I don't know. We all thought we were cool back then, but multicolored jackets and all sorts of stuff right yeah you look back and go that was really stupid (laughs) although some people you know still love it yeah i was glad to leave the 70s (laughs) too funny i'm trying to picture you in some of these outfits and i just can't Can't, yeah can't do it You've, you've you've come a long way and and then with your military experience it's hard to separate you from that into yeah uh, into bell well you know that i think the 70s were what was it um what were they called Hot pants, hot pants. Hot they were pants. short shorts. Okay. Yeah, hot pants were big, super short skirts. I'm I mean, scared. I'm scared to Google hot pants and see what comes back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not safe for work images, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, oh, too funny. Pretty did, funny stuff. Did they, they didn't happen to have bell bottom fatigues in the military. Uh, no. no. Not in the seventies. <laughs> Yeah, and all these guys coming into the military at that time, you know, getting their hair shorn. Oh, that's um, right. Getting it chopped off. Buzzed right. off. It's <laughs> a culture shock for some. Oh, that's too funny <laughs> to think about. Yeah, fantastic. Well, there you go. We'll all picture you in 70s garb. For Halloween or anything like that, have you ever done this, you know, the nostalgic, oh. you know, 70s dress up to look back? Oh, my gosh. Years ago, maybe. You're going to you have know. to send us, uh, see if you can send us a picture. We'll post it on the uh, on the blog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If you if you can dig it up, we'll uh, we'll put it on the blog so we can see seventies Janine. 
<laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. That's getting to know Janine Theus a little bit better on today's podcast. Don't run off just yet. To wrap things up for the week, we want to answer one of your questions on the mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. This week's question comes to us from Murray, and Murray has a short and sweet question for you, Janine. Murray says, the market has to crash soon. It just has to. Am I wrong about that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, crash is another word that has some relative meaning to it. Is it going to crash like 2008? No. We kind of had a crash last December when the market was down you know, 8%, 10% in one month. That's actually not out of the norm, but if you're talking about an absolute crash like 1926, it's not going to happen like that. The market is so diversified now, and yes, the U.S. market drives the world, but right now with all the, the new economic changes, manufacturing trades, trade deals, et cetera, et cetera, I think we're just seeing the tip of, um, well, it's not really the tip. I think we're going into afterburner actually on the economic side. So the market's going to follow. Mm -hmm. So you'll see the economy. The economy's already picked up. We've got 3% GDP already. I mean, it's pretty phenomenal and the market will pick up to that. So no, I don't think it's going to crash. But that what's happening here is you're being subjected or subjecting yourself to recency bias. Okay, we had a bit of a dip, but the biggest crash in 2008 was what? 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So you know, you're thinking it's going to crash again. No, there might be a, a, a little bit of a down dip, which we had last year. So I expect this year to be a good year, if you look historically. Yeah, we were due for a correction and got it. Now, that's not to say some other unpredictable factor is not going to come in and influence and change the whole dynamic. Right. But it's good to kind of, you know, it's good to be thinking about those things, Murray, you know, but there's... But there's don't let them paralyze you. Don't let them paralyze you. That's a great way to put it, yeah. Janine. Yeah. So... You are wrong that it has to crash soon, to answer your question. It yeah. might crash soon. That might be right, but it doesn't have to crash soon. So right. don't subscribe to that thinking 100%. Well, good question. If you want to ask a question to Janine, whether it be something to feature on the show or you just want to have a private one-on-one -on -one conversation about your financial or retirement plan, as I mentioned earlier on, you can get in touch very easily. Just pick up the phone and call 443-718-6311. 443-718-6311. Janine's the CEO and founder of Theus Wealth Advisors, helps folks throughout the Columbia and Howard County areas plan for their retirement futures. You can also find everything you need to know online at theuswealthadvisors.com. Don't forget to check out the Retirement Rescue Toolkit while you're there. That's theuswealthadvisors.com. Janine, thanks for the help as always. Another good episode will be on the docket for next time around. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Walter. Lots of fun. That's Janine. I'm Walter. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon on your financial mission. <music> 